This is Bronx Bombers Beat with me, Nate Shelton. Let's get into it. Welcome into Bronx Bombers Beat. I am, of course, Nate Shelton. Another interesting week for the Yankees is in the books. We talked about the competition getting stiffer here in the next couple weeks, and it has. And the Yankees have stepped right up to the plate and risen to the challenge. They traveled down to Tampa Bay last weekend, and not only facing first place Tampa Bay, but their heart and soul of their pitching staff, they had to face Tyler Glasnow, who was early season Cy Young candidate, and Blake Snell, last year's Cy Young Award winner, two of the three starters the Yankees had to face in between the, the Rays rolled out their opener. But the Yankees beat the two stud pitchers, Glasnow and Snell, in the first game Friday. Tyler Glasnow uh, had to leave early with forearm stiffness. Never were two words you want to hear with a pitcher. You always think Tommy John surgery. Uh, fortunately for him, it is just his muscle strain. He'll be out for a little over a month with that. So that's a big blow to the Rays. But the Yankees were able to fight and get a 4-3 victory in that one. Domingo Herman gets the victory there. He, right now, Herman, the probably the best starter on the, with for the Yankees right now. We'll get to that a little bit later. But Gio Urshela with a clutch two-run double to regain retake the lead for the Yankees and pick up Herman in that victory. They win the game four to three. And like I said, they lost the uh, middle game of the series. The opener for the Rays, Sabathia, was not his uh, sharpest, and the bullpen definitely didn't help either. Sabathia didn't pitch badly, gave up two runs in five innings, but the bullpen was not able to uh, keep things close in that one, and the Rays won 7-2. to two. But the rubber game, Blake Snell, everybody figured this was going to be the, the deciding game, obviously was with both games being split, but the Yankees... Able to make Blake Snell work, get that pitch count up. He was over 70 pitches in the fourth inning. And the Yankees were able to get ahead 2 to nothing. It was 2-1. to one. And then they uh, added on another run. The power went out at Tropicana Field for 45 minutes. Don't hear about that much, but the... Uh, the... I guess Sideshow is the Tropicana Field, the place that everybody hates playing in. It's many challenges that it faces. Well, this time the power decided to go out. Had 45 minutes to get that back. And then Tyro Estrada, the rookie second baseman slash shortstop that has been filling in very well for the Yankees, stepped up to the plate, made sure the power would stay on this time with his solo home run. That propelled the Yankees even farther. Eventually went on to win 7-1. to one. They got to that bullpen and walked away with the victory and the series. So they were able to pull within a half a game of the first place Rays. Unfortunately, could not take first place losing that second game. But showing that this team, even with all its injuries, is not a fluke. And they are right in the middle of things, the crazy thing is, 
they have more players on the injured list right now than they do losses. And if you, you know, anybody mentions that, you got 17 players on the injured list and you're going to have uh, 16 losses, less losses than injured players, then you, that's just ridiculous. And the Yankees have just been grinding every game, getting wins when you least expect them. You cannot count this team out. Everybody, like the mantra has been since the injury started happening, next man up. And Aaron Boone tapped on that last night after the uh, doubleheader victory against Baltimore, saying that Aaron Judge has been the biggest cheerleader on the team, even with his injury. He's been able to be around the team while he uh, just lets his oblique heal. And he was the one that really started the next man up. Phrase got that going, and everybody has just carried that. Each guy that has come in has carried that mantle, and they are wearing that badge proudly. So they came back home for a two-game, two-team series between the Orioles and then the Rays coming this weekend. But the first two games of the Orioles series were rained out. They pushed the first rain out back to Wednesday, doubleheader, and then Tuesday's game was rained out, and that will be be made up later on in August, the 12th. It'll be a doubleheader as well. Baltimore, we've seen a lot of them early on in the season. And the Yankees, after dropping the first two games against the Orioles, have not lost since, which we talked about, we have talked about before. You gotta win the games you're supposed to win, and the Yankees are doing that. They've obviously taken care, taken advantage of the schedule. And now, even with the schedule tightening up a little bit, they have kept riding that and just carried that momentum over. But the doubleheader yesterday against the Orioles, Jay Happ got the win in the first game. It was a little rough for him, gave up a couple homers, but the Yankees picked him up. Glaber, two home runs in the first game. He has been red hot his last 16 games, has six home runs, 351 average, and nine RBIs. He, just, he was in a slump for quite a while, dating back to the Angels series in L.A., but the last two weeks, he's just been red hot, helping power that offense. Sanchez had his team-leading 12th home run in that one. Another moonshot from him. And Cabard Maven, the uh, pickup the Yankees, got another kind of guy off the junk heap, veteran guy who, he, he, he's a great player when he's on your team. He, you know, he doesn't do anything flashy. He just makes great plays, and he's been doing that for the Yankees. He had his first home run also in that one. And the Yankees... One going away, 5-3. to three. Chapman got his 10th save. So, Domingo Herman, like I said, we talked about, he was the has been the best starting pitcher for the Yankees since uh, Severino and Paxton went down. And Paxton, he started out rough, but he's been, he'd been doing pretty good until he had that knee issue. But Domingo Herman has been solid all season. The Yankees, he went seven innings. Eight strikeouts, gave up one run, and on the season he has a 2.50 ERA. And I don't think anybody expected this so soon from Herman. We saw flashes of it last year where he could be lights out for three or four innings, but then he just loses focus or whatever it was, give up a three spot or four or five runs, and then you lose him for the rest of this, the outing. 
but he is really locked in. He's each start you can see the confidence building more and more. And for any baseball player, it doesn't matter who it is, confidence is the biggest thing. And right now he's just riding that hard. He did get in a little bit of trouble in the game in the sixth inning. Gave up a run, a couple back-to-back -back hits, and it looked like he was going to possibly unravel a little bit, but he was able to regain it, which last year it would have turned into a huge inning. Regained it, got out of the inning, and walked out with the win. But just, like I said, Domingo Herman has been the one consistent pitcher on this staff so far, and if this... If everybody can get healthy within this rotation, you get Paxton back probably here and here at the end of the month, a couple weeks. And if Severino, still no timetable on when he may be back. They're shooting for after the All-Star break, but there's no guarantees on that. But if you can get Severino, who's obviously the ace of the staff. I mean, he just has the electric stuff. Has everything he's proven he can carry the Yankees pitching in a season. But you get Paxton, Herman, and Tanaka, who is more or less consistent. He, When you need a game like he showed in his last outing, when you need him to be on against the, the Tampa Bay Rays, he was just he was the better pitcher in that series against Snell. And when you need a big game from him, he gives you one. Hap, who's been solid since he figured out his issues, and Sabathia, of course, he's a gamer. He's going to give you everything. So this rotation, when it's healthy, I would, right now, with Herman's electricity, I would put it up against anybody's right now in Major League Baseball. No, that's no exaggeration for me. And now the bullpen has settled in, finally. Uh, Britain has had back-to-back -back great outings. Out of, you know, after a stretch of overuse early on in the season, has found his groove again. He has gotten back in. And then the biggest... Biggest addition, Chad Green is back with the team after his short stint, shorter stint than I expected down in AAA at Scranton. But he came back. Three batters he faced, he struck him out. That's the Chad Green we, we saw last year. That's what we need this year. Whatever they saw down there, they fixed it quick. He figured it out. We, th I mean, it looked like it was all mental for him. He just could not get anybody out when he was up here. But that changed quickly down in Scranton. Three strikeouts is electric stuff. I mean, the guy has a fantastic arm. And if we got that Chad Green for the rest of the season, Holder doing all right. You got, you still got Chapman who is getting right into his groove. We talked about weather warms up. That fastball picks up. He threw 101 miles an hour down the pipe yesterday. Back-to-back -back saves in that doubleheader. And this is what Cashman envisioned when he built this team over the offseason. Obviously, not the injuries, but, I mean, pitchers are stepping up. They're doing their thing. The bullpen's doing their job. When they come in, sixth, seventh inning, shutting it down, making sure there's no chance of coming back. And Gio Rochella, I mean, we would be remiss if we did not talk about him, how he has done since filling in for Miguel Andahar who unfortunately went back on the injured list and has been shut down for the season. He opted out yesterday for surgery, get that labrum tear fixed. Obviously, he didn't do any more damage while he was playing. Once it's torn a little bit, you can't make it worse by playing.
but he just was not effective when he came back. You could tell it was either a mental issue or just no strength in the shoulder at all. He was 3 for 34 while he was up here. No extra base hits at all. It just wasn't doing him or the team any good having him on the roster. So the best decision he made yesterday, getting that surgery done, lost year, but that's okay. Get him back next year, healthy, 100%. And Urshela, I mean, even if he wasn't hitting like this, playing defense like he is at third base is everything the Yankees need right now. But what you're getting from him since he has played in the field for the Yankees, 341 average, 396 on base percentage, and 505 slugging. Not before, not seen before ever when he's been in the major leagues. He wasn't a hitter in Cleveland and was not a hitter for a little while. He was in Toronto, but whatever it is, the Yankees found or tweaked with his swing. And he said they did tweak his uh, swing a little bit more in spring training. They are, he's using his legs a lot more. So he's a lot more open stance. He's using his legs more, unlocked that power. Not that he's hitting a lot of home runs, but he is hitting the ball hard when he hits. And coming up clutch, too, and with runners are on scoring, in scoring position, he seems to get that hit, which was huge last year when the Yankees struggled so much with runners in scoring position. An example, like we talked about on Friday, they're down 3-2. to two. He gets a two-run double to pick up Herman to win that game. But Urshela has done everything and more uh, the Yankees have needed at third base. So, he'll be very able to fill in for Andahar for the rest of the season. Like I said, even if he goes in an extended slump hitting, Yankees have enough bats they can pick him up. you got DJ LeMahieu, another guy who has been a great contact hitter. Another brilliant find by Brian Cashman. But the Yankees will be okay with Andahar on the DL. And in that as well, the Yankees acquired... Kendry Morales from the Oakland A's yesterday and he will be playing mostly DH for the Yankees obviously with Andahar on the injured list and down for the year and Stanton on injured list as well also will probably fill in at times for Voigt at first base when he needs a day off and he's of course been around for 10 years bounced around all over the league very good veteran slugger left-handed bat He's going to take full advantage of that right field porch. Uh, he showed yesterday he may not hit a lot, but he got two walks in his first game. And that second doubleheader had two walks and a single. He's a guy the Yankees are going to lean on for some uh, leadership here for the season. Down the stretch, he, he's going to give you a solid game every time out. He's played well everywhere he's been. And like I said, with Stanton's uncertainty... He's going to fill in great at DH. Uh, speaking of that uncertainty, Aaron Boone was really, really vague and odd this week in an interview with Brian Hoke. Uh, said that, uh, quote, Stanton was dealing with uh, uh, shoulder whatever. Didn't say what the injury was. Didn't act like he knew what it was. Just was dealing with a shoulder issue. And didn't really know when he would be back. He is swinging a bat, but obviously no time turn. Timetable for a return, but the next day the Yankees uh, PR said that he's dealing with a shoulder strain. 
again, no idea when he could be back. It could be the end of this month. It could be the middle of June. Just a very odd situation for Stanton. Of course, he went on the injured list originally with the biceps injury. And then, okay, that's healed up. He's ready to go. No, he's not because he has a shoulder issue. They weren't until the other day, Tuesday, they weren't saying what it was other than that he had a shoulder strain, shoulder issue or whatever it was. So anyway, that is still going on for him. Um, when the Yankees made the move with Hicks, who is back, he was supposed to be back on Monday. Obviously, the two games got rained out, so it was pushed back. He ended up starting the second game of the doubleheader yesterday. Did go 0 for 4 in his season debut. And had a play at the plate from center field, but it was a bad throw way offline. And he kicked himself for that one. He was really mad at himself. We know Hicks has got a great arm. Obviously, first game back, a little rest. Not going to be perfect. But just having him in the outfield again, getting that outfield depth back now with Hicks and give Gardner rest on the bench. You got Frazier there. Um, just even more depth for the Yankees going forward. And obviously Hicks is a better outfielder defensively than Gardner is. So he is back. But with that move, Loisiga, Jonathan Loisiga went on the injured list, which was, again, out of the blue with a shoulder strain. And then... After they acquired Kendry Morales, they moved him to the 60-day DL. So now Boone's talking about late July getting him back and being a middle reliever when he does return, which, again, is very odd and unusual. This injury stuff that's going on with the Yankees, they're being vague. Um, I, I get it. They're trying to not set uh, timetables or people's expectations of when players getting back. But at the same time... It's frustrating for people because, you know, they're not even disclosing injuries. or And all of a sudden, people are going on the injured list with no inclination that they were injured in the first place. So, a very odd year for the Yankees medical staff. I don't know if they're completely to blame. Uh, it seems like communication is the biggest thing right now. External communication to the fans. And being secretive is one thing. Kind of a... New England Patriots type thing, I guess. Just keep it all tight-lipped and closed. Uh, it's, it's just an odd situation. Obviously, we talked about Severino a little while ago. Uh, maybe after the All-Star break. Some people think he may be a lost season as well. We, we'll see on that. So, once he starts throwing... In fact, he has been throwing again. Uh, he threw at 90 feet... They're going to ramp that up to 120 feet eventually, see how he's feeling. So, he has started throwing, but not, obviously, bullpen sessions. Uh, James Paxton, speaking of bullpen session, he had one the other day. said he felt good. They put a knee brace on his left knee to support that MCL. Same kind of brace that CC Sabathia is uh, using. So, he says it feels good. The brace doesn't feel cumbersome. Um, he'll throw another bullpen session. He just keeps going with what the training staff has been doing. So as long as he feels good, they'll keep ramping it up. Uh, the expectation is, and then they said this from the beginning, was the end of May he could be back. So we'll see when he gets into a couple rehab starts and hopefully get him back in the rotation here in a couple weeks. 
Aaron Judge, like I said a little while ago, he is still resting that oblique, letting it heal. Uh, there, he has not resumed any baseball activities. Um, the long-term goal is the end of June for his return. Again, vagueness there. So we will, when he picks up a bat or starts throwing a ball, we'll know that he is returning soon. Whether that's you know a month from now, four week, two weeks from now, who two months from now, who knows? Uh, Didi, uh, some bright news for the Yankees. Didi Gregorius who has exceeded every milestone the Yankees have put in front of him. He has been throwing and doing defensive drills and the like. He could be in some rehab games at the end of the month. He could be back by the end of May. So that is a huge deal for the Yankees there. Get Didi Gregorius back. Of course, he's the clubhouse guy. He keeps He's the glue. And everybody looks forward to Didi's tweets at the end of the game. See what emojis he throws out. Been, a, been something we've all missed this year, so it'll be very fun to get Didi back in the lineup, and that looks like it'll be sooner rather than later. Of course, Tulowitzki, who was the kind of uh, take a shot and we'll see how he does guy the Yankees took a fling on. He played that minor league game, you know, and got hit in the calf by a pitch and shut down ever since, and we have not heard anything on that. So, I would be surprised to see Tulowitzki rejoin the team this year, if at all. Uh, Glaber's been doing great at shortstop, of course, with LeMahieu playing second base, and as great of a job as he has done, Tulowitzki's really not been needed on this team. So, And then with Estrada stepping up like he has, it's kind of unnecessary, you know, it was a low-risk move the Yankees made. If kind of an emergency break-the-glass type situation with Tulowitzki didn't work out. They really, I mean, they had broken the glass on some other injuries, but shortstop has not been one of them, thankfully, with Glaber being a uh, shortstop down in the minor leagues, his natural position. So he has just been excellent over there this year. So, that being said, injuries Obviously, the Yankees are overcoming them. They are a half game out of first place after the two wins yesterday. They will get a day off today. And then they welcome the Tampa Bay Rays into to New York this weekend. CC will start the game of that first game of that series on Friday. Try to push the Yankees over the top first place. Don't know yet who the uh, Rays will be throwing against the Yankees, but... Obviously going to be a great series. Tampa trying to get some payback for last weekend. And the Yankees trying to keep the momentum going as they roll into Baltimore after this. A four-game series with the Orioles. Be the last time they see the Orioles until August. So get a, maybe a nice sweep there again next week. And then get ready for... I'm sorry, that's a three-game series against Baltimore. And then... They have a four-game series at Boston coming up the weekend after this. So, it's a big baseball to be played. You could regain first place, possibly put some distance on the Red Sox some more. They're already three games up on them. It'd be nice to push them back even farther. So, we'll see next week how the Yankees are. If they're in first place, we'll talk about that, of course. And if they're not, I have plenty more to talk about as well. So, 
Thanks for tuning in to Bronx Bombers Beat. We'll see you next Thursday. You're listening to Bronx Bombers Beat with me, Nate Shelton, part of the MTMV Podcast Network. Sports fans rejoice. My team, my voice. Yo, 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 this your boy E-Hud, God's MC, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Peace.